less than six weeks, the market dropped 35%. In just perspective, 2008 alone, you know, big part of the real estate bubble, uh, the market lost 38% in 12 months. Here we talked wow. about a 35% drop in less than six weeks. So it was a fast, sharp drop, which, uh, yeah, it causes a lot, of, a lot of fear out there with investors, for sure. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Glad to have you on another edition of the Retirement Reality Podcast. I am Ben George alongside Mike Koyanen. And today we're going to talk more about coronavirus and, and a little bit of the impact and how it's uh, it's causing all of us to adjust our day-to-day lives and our, our workflows and, and that sort of thing. So we'll get an update from Mike on what's going on around his office, what they're doing um, as a reaction to this in terms of virtual meetings and some other uh, adjustments they've made, plus just kind of a look at what we're dealing with altogether and his perspective on the market, the economy, retirement planning, and how it all relates to the coronavirus pandemic. So let me welcome in Mike now, founder and owner at Principal Preservation services. And Mike, how are you doing with the uh, the quarantining stay at home? Are you guys have those orders up there? Well, actually, uh, we're doing all right. We're, we're not we're considered an essential business, so we're doing just fine. Uh, we've been coming to the office every day okay. um, between both offices. What we, we have been doing is we've been doing mostly virtual meetings with clients. So a lot of uh, just face to face through our, our cameras on our, our laptops and uh, using the audio maybe through a Zoom meeting or something similar like that. But we've been busy. Um, we have you know retire. You know your money doesn't stop, and if people are retiring or already been retired, it's important to figure out what's going on through this whole mess. So we've been. Um, I just looked back at last week. It was exhausting. I, I, I think I, I put in about 65 hours in last week. Oof. And even being in the office on a Friday night till about 8 o'clock, things have to get done. Uh, so it's people, are, you know, unfortunately, we know people in this industry that they, when times get tough in this, you know, as advisors, they don't want to answer the phones, but we want to make sure we're available for our clients. Yeah, I mean, this is a time too where I think a lot of people are, you know, after a bull run, you you you, you thought it was pretty easy to invest and to do your own financial mm-hmm. planning. So I know a lot of people are are looking for ways to kind of bounce back and to reevaluate what they've been doing to make sure that when this happens again, because we know it will, that they're mm-hmm. prepared for that. So what else? I know other people have been used to your seminars and that sort of thing too. Are you guys taking that virtual as well and offering some stuff online? Yeah, we have. We uh, you know typically we're doing uh, four nights a month of education educational seminars, but that's put a, a change to the, uh, you know, the stay home order and, you know, maximum 10 people in a, in an area. So we've converted to virtual seminars. So we actually have a, a couple seminars on our website that can be watched and people can actually watch it and they can, you know, call and, and book a meeting, uh, with us either right on the website or call the office. And, and so, um, especially about, you know, what do you do in this time of the, this whole Corona virus environment? I call it the Corona bubble right now because that's kind of what had happened. And so, you know, we had to make some changes. We had to make adjustments and it's forcing people to rely more on technology. And it's amazing what you can get done without having people face to face. And it's really going to change the future, I believe, with retirement planning as well. I think more people are going to get more comfortable with that. And as we start dealing with, you know, my clients, children's generation, um, it's really, they're going to be more open to that type of investing. So in the future, I think it makes us all stronger and better advisors. 
Yeah, Will. If you want to find any of those resources from Mike and his team, you can find them online at principalpreservationservices.com. There you'll also find a way to set up a meeting. If you want to set up a virtual meeting, uh, hop on Zoom, hop over the phone, whatever it is, you can do so as well on the website and call his office. Still people there answering the phones, 855-987-8888. So we're going to dive into the coronavirus here in just a second, but let's go a little bit lighter first to start the show off. I know it's been all serious for everybody over the last couple of months. We'll have a, a little getting to know you question here to start things off, Mike. So what's the dumbest <laughs> or most <laughs> foot and mouth thing you've ever said? You know, I say so many really stupid things that come out of my mouth sometimes, and hopefully it doesn't come out on this show. But uh, when I'm around uh, close friends or family, I just say what's kind of coming out for the most part. So I say <laughs> a lot of a lot of stupid things and, and dumb things. One thing I will share is... <laughs> Uh, we were doing a seminar here a few years ago, and uh, it was a social security educational seminar. And this uh, gentleman came on, you know, those little wheelies, you kind of, uh, he had his, his foot in the cast, and you kind of like those little uh, leg carts uh, that you just kind of, on one knee, and you kind of push it like a scooter with a handle. And he came up, and we were just welcoming people before the seminar started, telling them which way to go for the room for the seminar. And I just said, I did say something stupid. I said, um, <laughs> well, it looks like you won't be taking the stairs. Um, <laughs> but he handled it well, and I showed him where they had, he, it was light. It, we, took, we showed him where the, the uh, elevator was, but <laughs> um, he, he actually came in the office and booked the meeting. So um, <laughs> It all worked out. It all worked out, yeah. That's funny. Uh, well, good stuff. So let's hop into our main topic and talk about coronavirus. I know this is what's been on everybody's mind, and it's been unavoidable for for anybody that's uh, turned on the TV for even a brief second or opened up uh, a newspaper or hopped <clears> on the internet, it's everywhere you talk. And a lot of people are concerned, and, and rightfully so, because you know if you've taken a second to look at your retirement account, and hopefully you you haven't, uh, but we all uh, are tempted to look and see what's happening, it can be a little bit uh, fearful, and it can cause some anxiety about what's going to happen with your retirement plan and your future, and are you going to work longer than you expected. So let's just kind of talk about the, the market in general, Mike, yeah. and, and kind of what we've been witnessing now. And, and, and this show will air a few weeks after we record it, so things will change. But just kind of a bigger picture look at what we're witnessing. So let's just start with the market right now. You know, started in, I guess, late February, early March, kind of the really quick, rapid sell-off. Is it all due to the coronavirus? Is it everything that we're seeing based on the pandemic and the outbreak? For the most part, it is. It's uh, The market was strong. The numbers were strong. Unemployment numbers were, were great. There was nothing was was showing towards a recession anytime soon. There was nothing that was was leading that way. So they call this a black swan event. Something was totally unplanned, and so when this whole you know coronavirus outbreak came, and a lot of fear came with it. You know, and investors react to fear. You know, so there's a there's volatility indexes based off of fear in the you know and what people are thinking, and so that's exactly what had happened. And yeah, February nineteenth, the market hit an all time high. And then we saw in about a five and a half week period, the market dropped 35%. Less than six weeks, the market dropped 35%. In just perspective, 2008 alone, you know, a big part of the real estate bubble, uh, the market lost 38% in 12 months. Here we talked wow. about a 35% drop in less than six weeks. So it was a fast, sharp drop, which, uh, yeah, caused a lot, of, a lot of fear out there with investors for sure. Well, what about your clients? I know there's been a lot of fear, you know, people just in general, but how have your clients uh, taken this? How concerned have they been? What kind of conversations have you had with them? Well, fortunately for clients of ours who already have uh, our clients of ours, 
we've already prepared them for this because and maybe maybe they didn't think this was going to happen. We didn't say this is going to happen, but they were already in a good situation in case something like this would have happened because we always plan for the worst. We hope for the best, right? So um, most of our clients in the situation, we don't put all your eggs in one basket. Everybody agrees that you should not put all your eggs in one basket, but when we see most people's retirement accounts come in here before they become clients, that's typically what we see. So we're a big fan of, of properly balancing out your portfolio. So when we looked at actually our clients during the, the worst of things, we've had so many phone calls and emails from clients, our current clients saying, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We didn't know how much we needed you guys because our worst case scenario, our worst uh, a client that had lost the most, lost uh, no more than 9%. Oh, wow. Uh, one of our best, uh, you know, scenarios, it was like a couple percent of their total portfolio being down. So when we set them up to win in retirement, um, your retirement plan should not be subject to whatever the market does. It really should not be depending on that. And you should be able to, to live your lifestyle and your retirement the same way in, re, you know, without whatever the market does. Where a lot of people who were so aggressively in the market and that's where most of their money was, well, that's gonna make some big changes. How long they're, they're gonna work longer, uh, their lifestyle's gonna have to change, they're not gonna be able to do things they wanna do, and that's not the way you're supposed to live retirement. Why would you wanna have have that type of stress on your life that you have to, your, your retirement is dependent on perfect scenarios, and uh, we don't do that for our clients. Well, let's talk about financial planning because you know you brought that up and it makes me think about really people are being in two boats right now. Either you, you have a financial plan, you're in solid footing, you know, worst case scenario, like you said, your worst client lost 9% when everybody else is losing 30, 40, maybe even 50% in some cases to their portfolio. And then there's people that, as I mentioned, that latter half that don't have a plan and kind of do it on their own because things are going so smooth that they felt like they could do it you know, on their own, make their own investments, pick their stocks, whatever it is. And now they're kind of sitting here going, okay, I need to reevaluate where I was because I'm not as risk tolerant as I thought I was, uh, that sort of thing. So let's take it for the, that first group first. Now, you already have your financial plan. You've been working with, say, you or another advisor. What are the kind of the next steps, maybe some adjustments you can make right now, despite still being in a pretty good spot? Yeah, some of the adjustments to do. First of all, you have to let's find out where you are. I mean, what what happened and and where's your portfolios today? And is it going to adjust any affect anybody? And even if they lost, you know, five or eight percent, maybe you still might have to make some adjustments. So first of all, just get a good picture, and I think it's important to get with your advisor and 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 look at the plan and adjust those numbers in the plan. Make sure everything is still tracking that right way. But also, if you're already taking withdrawals out, if maybe you're already retired you want to make sure you're taking those withdrawals out of the right right bucket. Because if you were taking money out of the market, um, you don't want to be taking money out of the market when the market is dropping. That's just, you're accelerating the problem. You know, if the market, if you lost, you know, just say most people outside of our clients lost, you know, 25, 35% or more maybe, uh, and then you're taking out another you know, 5%, well, you're just accelerating that issue. It's harder to get your money back. So we're, we we made the shift with our clients here about, uh, geez, 
here I know we're recording this a little bit before it gets aired, but um, about a few weeks into this, the crisis early March, actually, we made the shift that no longer are we taking withdrawals out of the market. We're taking withdrawals out of the safe account so we can't go backwards. And so we already established that with our clients. So we allow the market to have time to recover because we all know history always repeats itself. The markets go up, they go down. But if the market is is depressed, you want to have it time to come back without taking withdrawals out. So we just made the shift for our clients automatically. Where are you taking your withdrawals from if you're already in that spot? And one of the other key points right now, if you are not retired and you have the ability to contribute, we're telling people increase your contributions right now. It's a good time to even maybe take a little bit more risk on your contributions. People will go, that's crazy. Why would you do that? Because things things are on sale. <laughs> you know, everybody likes to buy things on sale. I, I was shopping at the home, home improvement store this weekend, and I think everybody's trying to encourage people to spend some money. And we like sales and investments are on sale. And if you could be buying things at 70 cents on the dollar, why wouldn't you? And when, you know, we, this wasn't an economic driven recession in a sense, we know the market's going to come back. We just know it will. So why don't you be more aggressive in your contributions and increase those 401k IRA contributions or your non-qualified, pick up some other maybe personal stock if, if that's the case, if, if that's what you, you like to do. But I personally did. I, I actually got more aggressive with my investing and I just looked up this morning. I was like, oh, that was great to see. I had a huge day in the market today. I don't know what it'll be tomorrow, but you know, <laughs> it changes. But it's I took advantage of this situation where like 12 years ago, if you didn't have that much money, you didn't have the ability, I would say, I wish I would have, I wish I could have. Mm-hmm. The, the Ben brothers would have been, could have been, should have been. You know, Everybody <laughs> talks about what those Ben brothers did, uh, didn't do. And now you're in a position to do it, do it. You know, Don't just talk about it, just do it. It's definitely hard in the moment, though, you know, because I mean, I, you know, for people even that went through 2008 and maybe have money now, when you're in this moment, you're like, man, I don't, you know, I don't want to put it in because I'm afraid that these companies might go to zero or how far down will they go. But history shows us that the market's going to turn back around and trust that process and take advantage of these opportunities because they don't come around that often. Oh, I 100% agree. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I'm not here telling you buy penny stock, and I'm not giving you that advice at all. But if there's something you believe in, it's a good opportunity to get into to these. I mean, um, you know, we saw what you know how low Delta stock got because obviously the flights. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I you know I just I'm not telling you to buy that. But I'm just telling you that you know it was like sixty five, sixty six dollars a share, and it was down to I think like. 18, 19, 18 dollars a share or yeah. Carnival Cruise. I've never been on a cruise in my life. I've never have, and I don't know if I really will. But, <laughs> but when you look at it, it was, oh, geez, I think it was like forty two dollars or forty five dollars. It was at its peak, and then it was down to like eight dollars. You right. know, so, and then you also look at the dividend. So there's a lot of things like that you can look at that are strong companies that still have, you know, when when people are getting their money and their stimulus checks and they're back to work and they're going to want to get out of this home isolation. They're going to want to be able to travel, you know, and they're going to want to be able to take vacations. And, and you know what? I believe that a lot of this... Uh, this hospitality industry, they're going to try to encourage it. They're going to try to make it hard for people to, to deny taking vacations because there's going to be a lot of lucrative, um, I should say lucrative, or I should say uh, really good deals out there, uh, right. vacation packages. So we're going to see things come back to normal. I don't know how, how fast normal will be. I'm hoping it'll be three to six months somewhat normal. 
Well, let's talk about the other side of that coin, and that's the people that maybe didn't have a plan in place and had maybe suffered a worse loss, a greater loss than other people that had a plan in place. So if you're kind of sitting there now and, and you've seen maybe a drastic drop in your accounts and you're trying to figure out what that next step needs to be, what would you advise somebody to do in terms of trying to rebuild it and, and start formulating that plan? Yeah, and hopefully you're not in a position where you're having to take money out and just give you that assurance that um, the market, again, does come back. But then you have to actually uh, you know, do analysis on your current portfolio because is that the proper portfolio for you to, to ride the market back up with? Um, because we just see a lot of people's uh, portfolios don't just – they're just loaded with fees or they're just not performing very well and to be in that proper portfolio um, for you. And so a lot of people say, this is a bad time to get out of the market. I said, yeah, it's a bad time to sell low, but that'd be, if you sell low and you stay out, that's going to be really bad. But the opportunity, if if you're selling low and buying low, well, that's a great opportunity, you know, to be in a, a better situation to actually be in a set of investments that are more suitable for you and, and better, you know, more detailed and exact plan for you rather than just, you know, like I said, most people have a pile of investments. They don't have a plan. You know, I see a lot of IRAs and a lot of investment accounts, but no plan at all. But let's let's gear that to and get more specific to what is actually more appropriate for you in retirement. Sounds like a plan. Well, no matter where you are right now, and I'm sure you might have some questions about some aspect of the coronavirus fallout and, and maybe your financial plan and what you need to do next, I encourage you to uh, log on to principalpreservationservices.com. Check out Mike's website. Him and his team have put a lot of resources there for you, but you can also find his uh, his new webinars that he's putting up online now that seminars can't take place, at least in the, the near future, and also uh, ways to call him and contact him, set up a meeting virtually virtually or uh, get up, hop on the phone. We can still hop on the phone no matter what. It's 855-987-8888. So uh, check that out when you get a second. Let's get a couple of mailbag questions in before we wrap up the show, Mike. And okay. uh, let's begin with uh, one from Beth. I haven't wanted to pay off my house because it's one of the few tax deductions I have left, but I do have the money to pay it off right now. So should I? Well, that's a tough question. I'm guessing... And I would double check because a lot of people just don't look at, you know, they get somebody to do their taxes and they think they're actually claiming these deductions on their But when you have not much left of a balance and just say your balance is under $100,000, most likely you're not itemizing your taxes anymore because you're just taking the standard deduction. When they made those changes to the tax reform a couple of years ago, it really eliminated a lot of people itemizing their taxes. So are you really getting that tax deduction on the house or not? Um, so most likely you're, you're not unless you have a significant balance. But if you had said you have the money to pay it off, Beth, definitely you don't want to be taking that money out of any qualified account, any IRA or 401k or anything of like that source, because then you have to, it's all taxable unless that money's sitting in the bank or maybe inherited. You know, I'm a big fan of being debt free, so I'm not opposed to paying off debt. I'm a big fan to make sure your debt is paid off, but it, is it feasible with the right sources? If it's cash and you're not making any money in the bank, you're making 0.2% or maybe you're getting those high interest you know, savings of getting one and a half, you know, that's still not enough. You're, you're losing to inflation. So if, if that's the case, great, paid off. You're not getting the tax deduction, but make sure you're not pulling money from an IRA because 
if you take withdrawals out and just say you're going to be at a 22% tax bracket, maybe 24, and the state of Minnesota, your tax rate is 7.5%, Wisconsin 6. So that means you're probably paying about 30% in taxes. If you took out 100,000, 30,000 will go right to taxes. You're only going to net 70. It's not a good deal because you're paying hardly any any interest on that back end of the you know of your mortgage you know so it's uh most likely not unless it's cash <laughs> so it's a long question but there's a lot of details that could go into play with that yeah absolutely thanks for that question beth uh one more mike before we wrap it up it comes in from michael i've heard that i should be saving about 10 percent of my income towards retirement does that sound accurate i'm in my 50s so i need to make sure i'm doing this right yeah, and 10% might be all right. I don't know what your income is, Michael, but you know, if your income is, you know, 50 or 60,000 a year, uh, maybe that's all you could afford at this point. Um, we like to get your your contributions up to 15% in your 50s, really. I, that's what we prefer. Now you can actually contribute up to $26,000 in your 401k, you know, right now. You know, it all depends too, and, and everybody has a different situation. That's why I don't like to have people these generalities that this is that you need to do 10 or 15% because I don't know what your employer matches. Some employers match 3%, 5%. Some just do one. So that's important to know what that is. And I don't know what your expenses are, Michael. So uh, the key is, is find out what, what you need to have saved because you might be fine by having, you know, 300,000 to 500,000 in retirement in your retirement accounts. That might be enough for you because your expenses and your lifestyle warrants that. And you might have a pension. I don't know if you have a pension or not. So the key is, I don't want to just say this is what you need to do. Um, these are general recommendations, but for you specifically, it'd be nice to know is, you know, are you married? What's your employer match? What's your lifestyle? What's your expenses? And just actually have a plan so we know you're, you are contributing enough. It's not just a specific number. It's really a, a retirement number we need to know. Yeah, Michael. So I encourage you to get with uh, with Mike Coyne and his team at Principal Preservation Services. Find out uh, just exactly what you need to be saving and get it right because you have still plenty of time left. And this is a really big opportunity in your 50s to really be saving a big chunk of your money towards retirement. So you do mm -hmm. want to get it right. So good question and appreciate you writing in with that. So if you ever have a question on your mind, something financially related that you want Mike to try to answer, you can send it in at principalpreservationservices.com. You can call the office at 855 987 8888. Every single episode we have is archived right there on the website as well. So make sure you hit subscribe and our, our next one will be delivered right to you. We have a new episode every single week and we'll continue to talk about you know, things you can be doing around this coronavirus update, but also bigger picture planning stuff that we do week in, week out, because hopefully your planning process doesn't change when the market goes up and down. You're staying the course, and we'll talk about different aspects of that as we move along. So, Mike, thanks for the time today, man. I hope uh, everything welcome. continues to go smoothly for you guys around the office through all this. Yes, thank you. We have been busy, and again, re you know, retirement planning doesn't stop just for what's happening in the, in the country. It's actually, I think, more essential right now than it ever has been. Yeah, but I agree. Thank you, Ben. I agree. So thanks for listening to this episode of Retirement Reality Podcast. We will talk to you again next week. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.